spirit. It's everywhere. Are we able to communicate with them? What can they teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. Now, your host of School Through Spirit, Diet Renee. Hey, good Monday morning, everybody. This is Diet Renee here on School Through Spirit, um, WLTKDB.com. Um, let's talk digital radio. God, I think I kind of flipped that all over the place. Um, School Through Spirit is a show that I explore different people's lives, their journeys with spirit, or just how spirit has really impacted them. Now, each week I do have a discussion based on... Um, Oh my God, I'm getting squirrel moments here, guys. I do have a discussion based on whatever spirit gives me. And then I turn around and have my guest. And my guest this week is Miss Michelle Prentice. Oh my God. Guys, I started doing these twinkly light things. You're going to have to let me know how they look. Because um, I totally, completely failed to put them on today. Um, there we go. Twinkly lights on. <laughs> I'm almost like I woke up or something. Um, today's week guest is Michelle Prentice. Oh my God. You're going to love Michelle. Michelle is a two-time astrologer. She, a two-time astrologer. Two-time. <laughs> oh my God. I got this all messed up. She's a second generation astrologer. She is an author. This, this lady's list goes on and on and on. She's just a rock star. You know, when I've talked about somebody doing my astrological chart, it is her. And I'll tell you what, completely, totally, and thoroughly blew me out of the park on that um, with what she does. Oh my God. Just, it's crazy amazing what this lady does and what she's She's capable. Let me just read her. Um, let me read her bio to you here for a second. It says, um, she's a second generation astrologer. She began her journey of learning the art and science of astrology, as well as many other forms of divination under her mother's guidance for over 40 years ago. Um, her general focus is holistic wellness, astrology combined with multi-modality intuitive guidance that synthesizes astrological information with intuition, divination, and energy work. The intention is to facilitate as an experience that uplifts, guides, and supports her client's individual soul's journey. Michelle has held an astrological, astrological practice for over 25 years and is a member of the International Society of Astro, Astronomical Research and the Organization for Professional Astrologers. In addition, Michelle is also attuned to Reiki healing, certified in, integrative nutritional health coach, and she is currently offers one on readings with astro astrological learning workshops and ceremonies and retreats. Oh my God. The lady is just a rock star. And not only that, she's going to be on here regularly, guys. She is going to be on here regularly. And it's really cool because this week, this week, you want to know what's happening? This week, me, this is what Michelle and I planned. Um, God, I'm trying to find the show on here someplace. I think that's not it. That's last week's because I want to share as always. I'm trying to share, share, share the show. And for the life of me, I can't find it. I'm sure it's there someplace. Um, <clears throat> but here it is. Um, but literally, 
this week, Michelle wanted to give us a special treat. First time on, and I don't know if we'll continue to do this or not, or what's going on. But this week, two devoted reader or readers, two devoted listeners, two ladies that have been here with me for at least one, if not the full two years that I've been been on the show here. They there's not many weeks that they don't come show up, and one of them's at work. So blows my mind. So with that being said, I just want to let you know, we have got two people that, um, hey, Miss Brenda came in. Hey, good morning, Miss Karen. Good morning, Pamela. Oh, but um, good morning, Miss Jody. But two devoted listeners um, that I picked, and I did pick because I picked two that have been here since, just don't miss shows, um, are getting their charts done today. I mean, not the full, oh my God, hour long reading, you know what I mean? But I'm really nice, here you go type of thing. And Michelle is just a rock star for this. And we are looking at possibly doing more of this. So I'll tell you what, the more you guys share this, the more you guys give me hearts, the more you come and like my page, the more you do the more chances you have to be that person that gets picked, okay? So I really want you to think about that, guys. The more you share, sharing is caring. Please take that moment to do that and get that out. Um, and speaking of which, um, while we're doing this, I'm going to start sharing everything anywhere because you know what? You know, I'm always I'm always trying to do this. Um, trying to share this everywhere I can so that, um, actually, when I started doing this, People are like, oh my God, I love the fact that you're sharing this on different different platforms, different places. And I'm like, oh my God, if you want me to keep doing it, let me know. And that's what I've been doing is just sharing it all over the place. So um, I'm going to share it to some groups. Hey, you guys, if you want, please share it into groups. Put it into groups. I know I have one wonderful view out there that puts it into um, Instagram because guess what? I haven't figured out how to do the Instagram thing yet, have I? Um Somebody out there has got to teach me, by the way, how to do this, how to, how to get this into Instagram as a live run so that it can keep going out there. Um, right now, I'm going to put it in all the other places. Um, but speaking of which, the topic this week, I really kind of struggled with this one this week because I was like, oh, my God, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And um, my topic this week, I hate to admit it, is motivation, guys. It's motivation. Ugh, right. I mean, what a topic to talk about. What a just a sucky, what a sucky topic. You know what I mean? What a sucky topic. <laughs> I don't mean it like it's a bad thing, but my motivation lately has really sucked. It has really just been down. Hey, good morning, Miss Joy. Um, my motivation has just really been blah. Blah. And it's weird because I should be like all over the place. I should be like going, oh my God, I'm going to do this. Oh my God. Because I have got a ton of things in the fire. I got I got irons in the fire like you wouldn't believe and more keep getting thrown into it that so much that I had to cancel some things. I actually had to cancel some things and put them out until next year. And I'm, with that being said, I just have to let you know the retreat that I have been like going, oh my God, me and Miss Kelly, um, Rickle, we're going to do, I actually had to put it on hold until next year because I've just got so many irons in the fire. And um, I am like, I just, I can't do it right now. I just can't do it right now. And I really thought about that. And I'm like, and Spirit has asked me to do more and more and more. And I'm like, okay, okay, where, when, where do you want me to have the time? And I'll tell you what, because motivation is a hard one. Motivation really is a hard um 
<clears throat> really just a really hard place to be. It's a hard place to go. It's a, you know, how do you get your stuff going? And I'm not talking about like just first thing in the morning. I'm not talking about, you know, cause I do great first thing in the morning. I get up and I go boom, boom, boom. You know what I mean? It's like, um, let's get this butt moving. And I, I think I'm pretty good at that. I think I'm pretty good at getting up in the morning. I mean, I can clean the house like no other. And that motivation is good morning, Miss Stephanie. Um, Stephanie knows what I'm talking about. Cause I told her yesterday, I said, Oh my God, Stephanie, I just, I can't seem to do this anymore. Um, Hey, anybody, if you guys have groups you want to share this to, please share it. Rob show last week, 60 shares guys, 60 shares. So feel free to put this in any group you have or on your own, on your own site. But me getting motivation lately has just been really, really horrible. Really, really, really horrible is what it's been. And it's it's not that I don't want to do a lot of stuff because, guys, I want to rock it like no other. I feel like um, I have got just a million things that I should be doing, I can be doing, I want to be doing. Um, you name it, it's there. And I'll tell you what, I wish it was more and more and more. Um, because I do know what my life trajectory is. I do know what path I'm on. I, I do know um, which way I want to go. I, you know what I mean? It's all of that. And I get that. But it's those small things. It is, oh my God, you must, you must be near. I'll tell you what. Good morning, Miss Kathy. Um, <laughs> you lost your motivation 20 years ago, Kathy. I'll come sit with you while I have coffee and talk about it. Oh, wait, I don't drink coffee anymore. How about tea? Um, or we'll have a shake. We'll, we'll sit down and have a shake together. Um, and that's how shakes, guys, just so you know. Um, so I do for myself. I'll tell you what, just in this last week, this is what's happened. And maybe this is why I'm going, oh, my God, how can I do this? So in the last week, okay, I have the radio show. Good morning, Miss Sherry. I have the radio show, which, oh, my God, I love the show. I love you guys. You guys are flipping amazing. I love you guys to death. And I, I really, this has become a huge passion. Um, I've been told by spirit that I need, to, I need to put more classes out there. I need to get the, the beginners and the intermediate and all that going. I've got two different stores saying, hey, come teach. Give me some dates. I'm like, okay, I can do that. But I still haven't gotten that done. I just started a soul coaching program so that I can become um, a, a soul coach, um, which, uh, it's just so near and dear to my heart. I mean, so dear to me. You don't even know how, how I just, I, I combining my knowledge with readings and and everything else. I mean, I'm already doing it, so why not get certified in it? So, you know what? I'm, I'm doing the soul coaching, which, oh my God, I barely got it turned on. You know what I mean? Um, I, me and, um, Rob, which you guys know, Rob, he was on last week, him and I, him, I and our manager got together about talking about doing a tour across the United States was, oh my God, it's huge. It's awesome. And starting to put that together. So they added that. And then they're saying, but you need to write all three books, not one, but three books. I'm like, I haven't even got the first one started yet. <sighs> and then there's two retreats, not to mention all the events. And instead of going, go, 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 let's get this done. My body, my body, and I don't know if this happens to all of you guys, my body put the brakes on. It went, no more. Stop, stop, stop. And I'm sitting back feeling guilty because, and don't mention, I got transplants going on too. I know a lot. I'm doing trans too. Um, plus my job with Lisa and everything else. But anyway, I put the brakes on. 
And instead of getting more motivation, which normally I am a person that says, come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Instead of doing that, I did the opposite. And I went, no more. Stop. I put the brakes on and I went, I can't do this. I can't get off the couch. I can't get, I can't get motivated. I can't, I didn't know what to do. So I literally sat back yesterday and this is what I did because I recognized that my motivation, I, I literally recognized once something had to come up, something had to come off the table and I took the retreat off. I literally took the retreat with me and Kelly off the table and I went, can we just do it next year? Can we do it next year when my new life, my my new everything kind of gets a better balance, when I can start to put me back together a little bit easier, when I can figure out how to get up and do it all, okay? Which I will, which I will. I mean, I'm pretty resourceful. I'll get this. I just need a minute to get balanced before I do this. And she was like, Kelly was amazing. She's like, yeah, let's just put it back. You know what? We'll re we'll relook at it again, maybe at the end of the year and, and go for like a full year development of a retreat. I'm like, that's awesome. Let's do it that way. Because I'm still going to have the retreat for my, my advanced students that is going to be on location someplace in this beautiful country. And I don't even know where I'm going to pick yet. I mean, I could be going to Sedona for all I know. I don't know. But I still have that retreat in the works also. So I went, okay, let's sit back. And then I realized that, you know what, I have no motivation. I, I literally woke up yesterday. I was going to start doing the class, you know, jump back into it. And I was like, I can watch videos. I can do this. And then I seen that I actually had to like put work in yesterday. I went, oh, and I just turned off the computer. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I sat down and I went, where is this motivation? Where did my motivation go? Like, where did my oomph get up and go? And how do I get it back? How do I get this back? And I'll tell you what, that's, it's been a good one for me to sit back and go, wait a second, what, what, what am I going to do? And I think it came at really a beautiful, beautiful time for me to look at that because I'll tell you what, the night before Saturday night, and, and it was a prelude to what I was going to experience yesterday. And I didn't even realize this was happening. But literally what happened was I got online to talk to who now I think is going to become a really beautiful, dear friend. I've been feeling the exact same way. No, exactly, Sherry. No, no kidding. It's been horrible. Um, but I talked to a gentleman on Saturday night and uh, I think he's, he's I'm not going to mention his name yet because uh, he's going to be on the show. You're all going to meet him, but not for not for a while. Um and we were supposed to get on and just talk for maybe 20 minutes, half an hour, just for me to get a story, get a vibe for him, kind of, excuse me, introduce each other to ourselves. Good morning. Yeah. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and what ended up happening is we talked for over two hours, over two hours. Like we just talked and talked and talked. He introduced me to his wife through Zoom. Um, me and her became friends on Facebook also. I mean, just a lot of like kindred spirit type feeling like, oh my God, where have you been? Oh my God, I can't believe this is the first time we talked. And, you know, I even said, oh, I hope I talked to you again. He's like, are you kidding me? Like you were my new friend. Like, oh my God, he didn't expect the friendship that, you know what, we might be developing just this beautiful friendship that might be developing, which is awesome. But it was awesome because as we were talking, we were actually talking about last week's topics, which were fears. And uh, I had no, I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't inquiring. I wasn't hoping. I had no clue. And also not to know where he goes, what's your number one fear? <laughs> Can you guys guess what I said? <laughs> Can you guess? And I said, snakes. Come on, guys, you know what snakes. Number one fear snakes. You know what? If I lived in the ocean, it would, or if I lived in Florida, it would be sharks. But 
probably with snakes, but snakes. Snakes is my number one fear. And uh, yeah, he had some beautiful knowledge with that. And it made sense to me. It made sense. To, it made so much sense to me because he brought up medical. He's like, you do realize the snake is that? I'm like, yeah, it's, it's the caduceus. The snakes is the on the caduceus. And I don't know if you know what a caduceus is, but on the medical professional staff with the wings, it's got a snake going up. And I'm like, yeah, I completely felt. And he's like, there's something about that you're backing that you don't want into your life. You don't want back in your life. I'm like, well, I was a nurse for 21 years, really didn't want to be a nurse, did the job anyway, really did not like it the whole time I did it. I mean, yeah, I got up, I went to work and I did probably 60, 70 hours a week at it, but it really was just a job. It was just a job. And it wasn't, not that I didn't do it well, I didn't care for it. I just really didn't care for it at any level. Um, and he's like, well, there you go. How's your sphere been with it? I'm like, and I thought about it. I thought, wow, you know what? I had a moderate fear, moderate, like, oh, well, I, you know, I mean, I could see a snake and no big deal, but I can remember going into the nursing field just in class and the, the feeling of that getting worse and worse. And that fear of snakes was worse and worse and growing to where like full blown into nursing. Oh my God. Even to look at a picture of snake was like, and I had to get off the screen and had to get off my phone. I, I couldn't stand it. It was just detrimental to me and the and it's weird because as i've gotten out of nursing i've been walking away the fear is getting less i mean come on guys you watched me on a show with a snake in january i didn't run i, I mean i didn't even scream did i do good probably not by anybody's standards but by mine i thought i did very well and i'm not going to say i'm going to be holding them anytime soon but going into that snakes are also a symbolization of transitions so i went okay that makes sense. Well, then he goes, once we talked about all of that, he looked at me and he goes, what's your next biggest fear? And I went, oh, that one's hard. And he's like, why? And I'm like, I don't want to be seen. I struggle with being seen, guys. I, I struggle with it. And I know you guys are looking at me like, really? And I told him, I said, you know, all my life, I've been told I'm a person just stands out in a crowd. I stand out in a crowd. Um, <laughs> anybody that knows me from a child, I've really been a huge attention seeker with inside not feeling like I'm a huge attention seeker. So I don't know how you put that in one body, but that's who I've been. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah, Sherry, I lost it. You've done great when the snake said, hey, <laughs> thank you, Sherry. I appreciate that. But being that person, you know, my life, um, and anybody that knows my life story, it's had a lot of, um, I don't want to say darkness because to me, it's not dark anymore. To me, it's like, oh my God, my life is freaking amazing. And every part of it is like awesome. And, and it's made me, me and oh my God, I wouldn't give up a moment of my life, not the good, the bad or the ugly. But because of my life, it took me a long time to get to that point. It took me a long time to look at all these things that happened to me. And those types of things put you in a position, um, that you don't want to be seen. I mean, come on, guys. For 12 years, I was in an abusive really an abusive relationship. I was getting beat. I was getting cheated on. I was getting lied to. I was, you know, everything. I mean, anything you think about an abusive relationship, that was me. And the last thing you want people to do is see you. You don't want to show up and say, hey, it's me. I'm the dumbass getting this done to me because you realize it's happening. You know it's happening, but you don't know how to stop it. And you believe it's all your fault, but you still don't want, you're embarrassed. And that's been my life, pretty much my whole life. 
my whole life has been, please don't look at me because I don't want to see you to see who I am. I don't want you to see how maybe dirty I am or wor worthless I am or whatever it is that I am because of things that have happened in my life. So it's a very valid fear. Now, I want to tell you, I don't feel that way about myself anymore. So don't don't feel bad for me because I don't. I look at my life now and I'm like, oh, my God, because of all these incredible things that have happened, I am worth it. I am. I'm amazing. I'm all of that. And I'm here to help others because I can understand what they've gone through. I get it. I know. And I know how to get to that place of, oh, my God, you're okay. And you're incredible because of it. Oh, it is hard to find your true self. It oh wow Sherry that's awesome but to be seen is another big step for me it's another big step and he said you know because you have that fear it's also ingrained to you because you will be in the limelight and it's a prelude to that and I went wow that's huge wow and I thought I already am being seen I'm in the radio show I'm great everybody sees me you see me every week right and he went no 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 there'll be more and I went okay Okay, well, I can accept that. I can accept that because if that's where my life is supposed to be, that's where my life is going to be. And I'm good with that. Oh, Don Marie, oh my God, are you in my head? No, Don, I'm not. But you know what? Spirit gives me the topics for a reason, right? They give me the topics. Um, but all of these things, but getting back to that conversation and what it had to do with motivation is for a little bit after we got through all that, and it was like, wow, I've been processing a lot through all this. And it made me think it's like not only is he bringing this up but i've had another friend working on me energetically to release a lot of energy blocks from earlier on in my life and past lives and past generations and a lot of that's been coming up lately which has been putting in that whole i don't know how to get motivated all i'm doing is releasing anger and fears and all this stuff and really i want to bitch slap the world and internally that's how i want to feel but on the outside i'm like oh my god i don't want to do that but it's also been part of that contribution of putting the brakes on. Just stop. I want to get off. I don't want to get off the train. I just want, you know, I want the Hogwarts train to slow down and stop and go, just, just let's sit here for a minute. Just let's sit here for a minute. And it was incredible because after he had gotten done speaking about these things, it was a short time later, he literally, he literally was talking about something else. And of course, my mind had gone off on some track. <clears throat> for a few moments and I heard spirit say let us help you and then right after that he said they said that to me and it hit me right here it hit me right in the gut this part of this gut it hit me here and right after they said that to me he literally went and you know spirit's always there to help us and that feeling went from here into my heart and it came up through my throat and I fought back the tears. I fought back the tears because I was like, oh my God, did the Holy Spirit just come down and engulf me with, I am not alone in this. I'm not alone in this. I'm not alone in this journey. I'm not alone in any of this. And you know what? Everything is happening around me for a reason. Everything is there for a reason. And I went to bed that night. I went to bed Saturday night going, oh, great. Well, I'm screaming help help because I don't know how to get back on the track. I don't know how to get back on the track. And yesterday came in and I literally woke up and thought, oh, I'm going to get into this class and start into it and went, oh, I can't do this. And I just shut it down. 
and went, I can't do this. I don't know where my motivation has gone. I don't know. Where, and I'm sure all of, more of you are feeling this, like, where did my motivation go? And I sat with that literally all day. I sat with that my grandbabies all day long. And then when I went to bed last night, I heard tomorrow's a new day and take it one step at a time, one thing at a time. And I thought, I can do that. I can do that. All I got to do is wake up then. We're good. All I got to do is wake up. And I thought, you know what? I got this list. And my list is on sticky notes, guys. It's, you know, but I can like, like, like a whole lot on sticky notes. It just, it goes on and on, you know, and I got them everywhere. All these to do things too. And I thought, I can do this one thing at a time. I can do this. There's, there's no, there's no shame in that game. I can easily do that and find more than enough time because I've got a lot of time in my day. But all I have to do is get through today. And I thought, you know what? Today I have the show. We could talk about what do you want? Me? Oh, they want me to talk about motivation. Great. That's what we're going to talk about today. And from there, you know, I, I've got chiropractor with the grandbabies. And then I've got a, a call with Lisa for, you know, the school in, in all the master teachers. And then I got to teach a class. And somewhere there, I am going to get these, these dates off to these, these stores that say, hey, we want to bring you in and get the write-ups off to them. So I know that can be checked off on my list. And then I'm going to see all the little tiny things I can get done today, which I know I can get done. And then tonight when I go to sleep, I'm going to go, you know what, tomorrow's another day. And I'm going to say, Spirit, tomorrow's more. Can you help me? Can you help me find the time? Can you help me find the energy? Can you help me find the motivation? Can you help me find the passion to go forward? And I know they're going to be there. I know they're going to be there. I know they're going to rock it like no other. And it's going to be awesome. And it's how we how we take every day, isn't it? It's just how we take every single day and every moment. Because motivation doesn't come when you take everything and throw it into the pot. That's not how motivation happens. Because I tried it. I tried it. I literally took, if I took all these notes and I and I throw them into one pot and throw them together, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna stop. I'm going to stop because I'm going to go, this is too much for any person to do. This is too much. And my motivation is going to go right out the window. So I have to literally take it one step at a time. I have to take it one thing at a time. You know, um, Terry, class is right off the top. Kim, class is number two. You know, call Walt Disney World. Yes, that's one of the things I have to do. Number three. Um, you know, it's just... You know, it's just one, two, three, getting things done. Send my calendar links and, and, and information to Todd, my, you know, the web, you know, my producer and web designer. Boom, get that off the, the, the thing. All these piddly little things that aren't piddly, they're huge, getting them off. But one thing at a time. One at a time. I can do one at a time. Can you do that? Because I'll tell you what, looking at your day from a hindsight, and this is one thing that also motivates me, guys. Gets my motivation going. Um, and I found this trick back when um, I was living in Hayward, and I had the horses and the donkey and hay and working. And oh my God, I used to have so much to do and and helping getting ready for spring yard and tons of stuff that's got to be done in the Hayward world when you're coming out of winter. And I used to sit there and try in the morning and think about all the million things I had to do. The million, million of things I had to do. I mean, a day in my life in Hayward uh, before winter got over was wake up, 
get, you know, first I had to crush, crush the ice at the hay trough if, if it got too cold that night. Um, and then I had to bring the hose up from the basement because I couldn't leave the hose outside. I had to attach it to the outside well, get that hooked in, get that pumping, because trust me, that took a lot in the wintertime to get that water pumped up from the ground, you know, like 20 feet down below, get the water going to fill that up. Um, and if that wasn't running, I had to shovel fresh snow into the water tank so that the heater could actually melt it. Then I had to get the hay into the horses, clean up horse shit, brush out the horses, blah, 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 grain the horses, get back, get back in, get ready, blah, 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 get to my job. And it just, and don't mention the 18 inches of snow that just happened, you know, and it was a crazy experience. And when I would sit there in the morning and think, oh my God, there's too much to do. I would sit there and go, I'm not going to do it. Instead, I'd make a list of the stuff I had to do the next day. Just make a list. And I put the list almost to bed, like put it over here, put it to bed. And, um, sorry. Um, I, I used to put that list over here to bed. Okay. And I go to sleep, forget about it. And I just forget about that list. And I'd wake up the morning because I just naturally knew what I had to do. I naturally knew what I had to do. And I'd wake up and I'd start my day. I'd start my day and I'd go through this list. I'd go, good morning, Miss Deb. I would go through this list. Oh, Deb, we have, I'm sorry. I need to reschedule with you. I'm so sorry. Um, but I go through my list in my head. And of course, I'd add on a million other things that had to be done. And they would just add and add and add. And uh, until literally, literally the end of the day came. And that's when I would look at my list and I'd check off all the things I did. And then I'd realize all the extra things I did that I didn't realize I even had to do. And sometimes I'd even go as much as to put everything on Facebook, like this post of everything I accomplished in a day. And it always blew me away that other people would post, oh, my God, I need your motivation. I need your energy. I don't know how you've got all that done. And I'd be like, and I sat around and I chat with my mom for quite a while. And I sat on the phone for a while. And I did this and I did that. And I did a whole lot of things I didn't even add into there. And it was incredible how that worked. So for myself, I like to make my lists. And that's something I've been failing at. I've been making sticky notes and sticky notes get a little overwhelming. And I need to go back to an old fashioned list, just writing that list and saying, oh, my God, here's my list. Here we go. And then starting my day. And as I go through my day, just checking off my list, done, 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 because that helps me get to my motivation, doesn't it? That helps me to go, I can do this. I can move forward. I can release this. I can release those blocks that stop me. And it's pretty amazing how that works. It's just incredibly amazing how that works, you know? Um, so I hope you understand that. I hope today you're able to get some motivation. I hope that I'm not the only one that says, oh my God, there's so much to do and I can't figure out how I'm going to get it done. And I'm hoping that you can find to take one step in front of the other to get to where you need to be until you know it's all done. Okay. So with that being said, we're going to take a break, quick break, and I'm going to come back and talk for a little bit more until Miss Michelle shows up. This is Jet Renee here at School Through Spirit. Good morning, Miss Kelly. Um, WLTKDB.com. I'll be back in a few.
Looking to launch your new masterpiece? Then try something new with Moonbow Publishing and Production. At Moonbow, we have a strong desire to serve authors in a powerful and meaningful way. After all, you poured your heart and soul into your writing and we fully understand and respect that. Remember this. You will own the copyright to your work. You will have the final say on your work before being published. Even after all of that, we've saved the best for last. We won't take a percentage sold. Nope, not a penny. Excited about MoonbowPublications.com yet? We thought so. Take advantage of our company's services like book editing, formatting, and covers, publishing, and photography. Moonbow Publishing and Productions has everything you are looking for in a company. Remember, we will not keep any commissions. We are a boutique publishing company focusing on spiritual, health and wellness, and personal growth genres. Moonbow Publications and Productions, a new kind of publishing company. Hey, good morning, everybody. I'm back here. I'm School Through Spirit with Diet Renee on WLTKDB. Um, Michelle posted that she'll be here in a moment. So I'm just going to talk about the station for a minute, okay, until she gets here. Um, <laughs> just to talk about the station a little bit. Uh, right now, we're kind of putting a few things on hold. We're still following with the journey of the station. We're all still here. Um, if you do want to jump in and create a new show, um, please, please reach out to Todd. It's WLTKDB.com. He is more than willing to help and say, hi, how you doing? And jump in and, and see what, what he can do to help and, and create that show for you. Although Todd is back into school now. He's always brilliant. He's always learning new things, always doing new things. And it's pretty amazing what he does there. Um, so that's a huge one. I want you to know, keep sharing, guys. Keep sharing. I'm trying to think of all the different places I could possibly put this show. Um, and I'll tell you, anybody that knows how to get this into Instagram, please let me know because I have a lady that does it for me. And I don't know what I'm doing. I'm thinking a show would be amazing. You would, you should do a show, Deb. You should do it because you have got to vote. You've got so much. I'll tell you what. And now that you put that in my ear, Deb, you're done. Just so you know, everybody that puts the I should do a show in my ear ends up doing a show. It's pretty incredible. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, doing the shows is amazing. Um, and it's it's just incredible how this works because I'll tell you what, people don't realize how much um how much you can really do with a show, which you can really do, how many people you can reach. It's it's incredible what you can do, okay? Um, with this. With my show alone, it's like I, you know, I talk for however long today, and it's pretty awesome. I sit there and I talk and talk and talk. Um, just tell Todd that Diet sent you and get a discount on your first month. Just tell Todd that Diet, there you go. Did you hear that? Todd just offered that. Okay. So if you want your you want your own show, go to wltkdb.com um, and uh, let him know. I sent you that you heard on my show or I said, hey, I need you to do this and uh, see what happens. See what happens from there. OK, um, because he will give you the discount. He will. Trust me. Um, 
Oh my God, guys, I'm just having such issues today. I'm having issues. With that being said, let's bring in Michelle because I'm having issues. <laughs> Hi, Michelle. Good morning. I'm trying to get this on Instagram like you wouldn't believe, and I can't for the life of me, and I'm fighting with it. <laughs> Well, yeah, I had to download a new web browser to get on, so I apologize for my late. Oh, you're good. You're good. Don't worry. It's okay. I, probably, I should have probably told you. I think it's Google. Ugh. Yeah. I, I just yeah. assume everybody does yeah. Google. It's my issue. <laughs> it's fine. I got motivated. You got motivated. You're doing great then because you're doing better than I am. <laughs> That's a good topic, motivation. It is. It is. And I've been struggling with it lately. I have been really struggling. But like I was telling everybody, it's like because I'm doing like, oh, my God, all this going on and trying to put it on the same. I want to say cauldron. I want to put it in the same. I'm not witch or Wiccan, but I do. I need to put a cauldron here and throw all my notes in there and just pick one out a day that I'm going to do you know, versus all at once, all at yeah. once. But then you predicted what my life was going to do. So there you go. I'm going to blame you, Michelle. <laughs> not blame. The stars incline. They do not compel. You know, it's, uh, there's the inclination towards things. But I love the idea of, you know, of actually, you know, asking spirit or asking, you know, your guides or asking your higher self, hey, wait a second, maybe I'm biting off too much. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's part of living an authentically soulful life is realizing that sometimes we are doing too much mm -hmm. and we can slow down at any given time based on what's happening and how we're feeling. So if you're lacking motivation, sometimes it might be that you're overextending yourself in the moment, you know, mm -hmm. and because all those things are percolating in your cauldron, you know, <laughs> don't ask why I'm using cauldron today. <laughs> They might not be ready yet. You know, maybe they need to sit, maybe you need to sit back and just like, okay, you know, like you said earlier, I was listening in on the retreat, like that's not working for now. I yeah. understand that fully. Um, I feel like I've had, well, we've all had, you know, years now of not having things happen the way we wanted them to and having all of this, all of our plans and our focuses and things get pushed into another space. But in that way, when we're living a soulful life, maybe, you know, it's, it's all, it's all for our own higher good. You know, it's all for our own evolution. And if we look at it like that, like, Oh, I can't do this now. Later is going to be better. That's cool. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're flowing with life. We're flowing with the energy that we have right now. That's how I am trying to live my life. Now. I, I think it's a great way to do it, you know, because I know for myself when, um, the retreat started to feel like it was too much. Like, oh my God, to me, things should be just the, when they happen, they need to, they happen beautifully. You don't have to put, you still put a ton of work in it, but it doesn't feel like a ton of work. You know what I mean? It just, it's just coming beautiful. It's natural. It's just happening. Life is great. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's there. And you're like, okay, I'm nervous for five minutes and we're going to jump into this. But as soon as something started to feel like, oh no, this just, it's, it's, it's too heavy. It's too much. I have to walk away and say, edit, you know what I mean? And do it that way. Cause I have to, I have to be, um, genuine to myself in that aspect, you know, genuine to myself. Yeah. Oh, which I think it depends on what it is. You know, I mean, there are times in our lives where we don't want to, you know, get up and take the kids to school, but we know we have to anyway, but you know, it depends I on. Don't. I play hooky. Everybody want to play hooky? Go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Our mom used to give us a mental health day sometimes. Yeah. 
So <laughs> that's, that's good. I love that. So let's tell everybody who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you and me could chat all day long, but that's not going to tell anybody who you are. <laughs> um, okay. So I, I am uh, an astrologer, an intuitive reader as well. Um, second generation, meaning that my mother was a professional astrologer and a reader. And so I have been doing this almost my whole life, reading the archetypal archetypal language of astrology, the energy as um, the meaningful astronomy, the energy is described by the by the meaning of the planets and their relationship to our lives on Earth. Uh, I'm an author. I have a podcast as well called the Persephone Program, and my website is theperstephaneprogram.com. I've done a lot of classes on astrology. I've done classes on tarot, and I'm really interested in the idea of the enchanted cosmos, the ensouled world, you know, and the idea that we are all part of that. So that magic, that spirit may not be like exactly, you know, um, the same as other people, but the idea here is that we live in this magical universe that is filled with, with living energy and uh, interacting with it. And when we need help, you know, you ask for spirit. I think the world is there to, if you want to, if you've got eyes to see and ears to hear, to speak back to you. So um, just living in connection with that idea of an ensouled world where there is you know, lots and lots of communication and magic. That's the space that I live in. <laughs> I love that space. I, I I personally love that space. You know what I mean? Because like I talk to you, it's like the one day it's like, oh, I'm in, you know, I'm in Las Vegas. And the next day you're like, well, I'm in LA. And I'm like, to me, geography wise, I don't get geography. So to me, you travel across country in a moment. <laughs> but <laughs> you're like, kind of was, you know? But to me, it's kind of like, I, you actually, you know, in the short time that we've known each other, you inspire me because I'm watching things that you're doing. And just to me, it's incredible. You know, it's incredible. Just the little bit I've seen of you, you know? So. Oh, well, thank you. I'm a stalker. I'm sorry. It's just me. <laughs> I admit it. <laughs> you know? It's really exciting when we step into our power, whatever that may be. And all of us have it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like yourself, uh, I have had hard times. <laughs> I write about them in my book too. Yeah. And um, I feel so empowered in, I guess you'd call it midlife. I'm in my early fifties and mm -hmm. I am excited to be in this space, you know, kind of like having come out of a lot of, you know, um, I guess, uh, you know, self, um, examination and, you know, trials and mm -hmm. into the kind of place where now I can help guide other people or mm -hmm. help them through the stories that I've been through. It's like, you've been through quite a bit, you know, and right. through your experiences and through the, the things that you have gone through, you've, you've come to this calling and now you can help other people. You can teach, right. you can guide, and I kind of feel like I'm in that same position and yeah. that is, it's a really, it's a really nice place to be. I know, you know, I would have never thought when I was younger that being middle-aged would be so good. <laughs> you're not middle-aged. You look gorgeous, by the way. Like you're telling me like early 50. I, I still look at you like, no, no, 
when no. I <laughs> I forgot I, I'm actually 55. Oh, uh, you know, guys, it's like 7:30 in the morning for her, so trust me. <laughs> you don't look your age and you look gorgeous. Yeah. You look your age and you look gorgeous. Yeah. Um, well, thank you. You know, I don't want to say clean living, but kind of, you know. <laughs> I love it. I love My it. <sighs> you know, I got a big question. This is a question I, I do ask everybody. You know what? I do ask everybody this question because the show is literally, how'd you get your start? How'd you get your beginning? You know, and everybody, everybody I've spoke to so far, literally it starts, you know, you know, somewhere in their childhood, somewhere, you know, maybe in their adulthood, blah, blah, blah. But very few people are born into this, into their world. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're a person that's literally born into this world. Like I, I, you know, I've had the privilege of seeing your mom, you know what I mean? So I know the authenticity of that and being born into this. It's, it's, yeah, you had a choice, you know, like, Oh my God, I'm just going to go do rocket science because you're home, but you know, your, your woohoo stuff is too much, but you chose to enter this world and, and, and embrace it. So how is it to be born into this and just know that this is who you are from birth? Yeah, you know, I I realize now how incre incredibly fortunate um, I was and am to have had my, the kind of mother that I did, who was just so amazing in so many different ways. Right. And you know, when I when we when I was younger, um. My mom was always like, well, you know, she, she wasn't super out, you know, I mean, she had her clients and there were varying times where she had a regular job, um, and other times where she was just doing readings, but, um, it was a very special, uh, relationship that I had with my mother that I always knew that she was my mentor and my teacher. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we, I always, because we, we use this kind of language together. I always felt that we had past lives together, that Ooh. we had been sisters, that we had been uh, sister priestesses, you know, in, in ancient Greece and Egypt. And she just, she would talk about things like that, you know, to me. And mm -hmm. I, I, you know, it was like, yes, this resonated with me and her own journey she shared with me you know as appropriate throughout my years you know every like for all of my birthdays i always got books on you know astrology or you know spirit guides or what what have you and you know um i don't i think that we talked about this before when i was maybe i think around 11 mm -hmm my mother met with a psychic medium who told her that her own spirit guide wanted to talk to my mother, that he wanted, he was her spirit guide too. And so at that point, my mother began a process of connecting with the spirit guide. And she used for almost 40 years, one of the things that she used to connect was the Ouija board. Right. And we had talked about that. Like I grew up, so I became, you know, as soon as I, you know, as soon as I got my period, I know this sounds kind of strange, but as soon as my mother figured I was, you know, a, a woman right. and, I, and that was 12 and a half, 13, she gave me a deck of tarot cards and I got to use the Ouija board with her oh. and I was her partner, you know, for many, many years right. on that. Right. And it was very, it was a very positive experience. So through this connection with the spirit guide through the Ouija board, you know, mm -hmm. um, we got a lot of messages and they were predominantly, you know, like 
you know, things like the nature of reality and, and the spirit world and how to be a better person and just helping mm-hmm. guide us. And just this very benevolent, loving, kind mm-hmm. energy with yeah. my mom's spirit guide. And I have, I mentioned all of the journals. We, she would write everything mm-hmm. down. And it was always the most like high vibe, high level, positive experience, you know? Um, So I had that with my mom. It was her teaching me and guiding me. Okay. You know, do this on your own. I was always more, my mom had this like connection to spirit that was like, she was like a channel, but she would get like these downloads. And I always had like a more intuitive kind of a piece. I felt things. I had precognitive dreams when I was younger and she just encouraged it, you know, and she would sh- show me how to protect myself psychically, you know, visualization techniques, affirmations. That was what a lot of what the spirit guides gave us was affirmations. Like I am safe and well, um, I am one with God, you know, stuff like right. that. Right. Which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was a lot of teaching, like how to navigate that realm, especially in terms of like self-protection, because mm-hmm. you got to, you know, when you're doing, when you're opening yourself up to spirit too, like it isn't, you know, you have to make sure that you've got, you know, your boundaries and that you're letting in, you know, the right energy, because as we know, we live in a dimension, we live in a dimension where there is polarity. So, you know, there is, you know, sometimes there could be some shadow stuff. Um, but it was great, you know, and, uh, I feel like I'm still learning from her, you know, as we discussed, I have, she recently passed and I have all of her journals and there it's a lot and I'm slowly going through them. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was a privilege and I, I know I'm super blessed, you know, well, it's it's amazing because you know, to, for myself, because I I grew up in a world that didn't know anything about any of this. You know what I mean? This was just, you know, dreams and this, and I was the weird one out, and my family didn't know who I was. It was just like you know, and you could probably talk to a few of them, and they'll like, oh, she was just fine, or oh my god, she was batshit crazy. What are the two? You know what I mean? Um, but it wasn't until I got older that I went, oh my god, this is who I am, and. You know, and it all kind of went, there you go. So for me to be born into that, I can't see it as being easier, but it could be easier. You know what I mean? But then it's more of a struggle. I mean, you got your positive and your negative with both, you know? Agreed. And I didn't want to, you know, I have to say that I didn't want to be seen as a weirdo and neither did my mother. You know, I mean, she was also an electronics engineer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Talk about polarities there. Smart. Oh, she was incredibly smart. Um, she didn't love love it, you know. But there were times when she needed to, you know, make sure that she had enough money, you know, to support us because we grew up without our father. So you know, she was raising three kids on her own. Got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, part of my practice too is I have asked spirit for the people that need that kind of guidance because Mm -hmm. I am trying to pass that on, you know, a lot of what I do, my book is like, I want to share what I had with other budding, you know, psychics and astrologers and, and sensitives because I feel for that. I know that there are kids that are in families where they are the oddballs out. Mm -hmm. They're not, their, their intuitions are not being recognized, their sensitivities not being recognized and how wonderful. I mean, we live in this world that is very, 
you know, for the most part, very mechanistic. The scientific paradigm is that we, you know, the world is mechanistic. It is not insold. And that is in my personal experience, untrue. And it was really hard for kids growing up to be like, wow, I'm seeing and hearing things that, you know, I'm crazy that aren't other people aren't, you know, what's going on. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I have so much compassion for that because I'm really fortunate. I did grow up in a world like you did, but in my own relationship with my mother and my intimate family, I was really fortunate to have that. Well, I know like for myself growing up, I didn't have that. And I struggled because I, I mean, I mean, I put my, I, I always knew answers before, you know, the question was asked. It was always like, you don't know everything. So I know like with my granddaughter now, um, you know, being part of her life and, and her development, it's been amazing. Cause even like watching my mom who didn't know what was going on with me, who has embraced me now, which is just, to me is huge. My family has embraced me, which I'm like, Oh my, like, I don't feel odd anymore because my family embraces me and goes, you know what? We love you. And, and now it makes sense, whatever it might be, you know, so I don't feel like that outcast, but even like with my own family, my granddaughter who's four will talk about, you know, how she talked to her great, great grandma yesterday and I'll and sit there and she's, and she has these conversations with my mom. And I think it's truly beautiful because my mom will tell me, she's like, there's no way she knew about this, 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 or this. And I know she's talking to my mother. I know she's talking to my mom because there's no way she could know that. And we actually embrace it. So it's like when my granddaughter says something, we all, we don't go, oh my God, it's in your head. Blah, you're no, we actually stop and go, tell us about it. What you, what do you know? You know what I mean? We moved to this dynamic house almost two years ago. Well, she wasn't even, you know, she was what, barely two, you know, but from the time she could talk, she was like, she told us we were moving. She kept saying, Daddy's going to build us a house. Really? <laughs> don't think so. And next thing you know, daddy's building us a house, you know? So we, we listen now, we give that to the children to go, Hey, you're not abnormal. You, you've got, you're very gifted. You know what? Grandma's, you know, the number one weirdo in the house, but just follow the path and it'll be fine. You know what I mean? But giving them a choice of what they're going to be when they grow up, which is huge. Yeah. And an honoring that, like, you know, in astrology, we call it that lunar knowledge, you know, that mm. is that, 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 you know, they used to call it like, you know, uh, women's intuition or something, but it is like, it is an intuitive faculty for that men and women both have. Mm, right. And we've been ignoring it, you know, for mm-hmm. so long because it's mm. like, we can't explain exactly how it works. So, but I love that 100% um, did that with my kids as well, you know, mm. was just listening for, you know, talking about what, you know, possible lives they'd had or, or what's, you know, what they could see, what spirits they could see. And just introducing that sometimes to people, like I have a client that something similar, like that happened to her baby, her 18 month old baby, where her baby was staring into a corner and she said, Nana, it's Nana. And she'd never said that word before. Yeah. And, um, and that was my client's, you know, grandmother. And mm-hmm. she knew that, that her daughter was seeing her Nana. And, yeah. and it's like having me, I was doing a reading for her and I was just saying that like a lot of grandmother energy was coming up for her. Mm-hmm. And, um, cause I also do some healings and stuff. I'm Reiki attuned yeah. as well. And, 
And she started crying and said, this happened to me last night. You know, this is my daughter, blah, blah, blah. And it's like having conversations like that, like you get to have that now, you know, I mean, it's, they're just so refreshing and invaluable because this is, this is really happening. You know, Mm -hmm. this is happening to people and happening in life. And it's so incredibly invaluable because one of the main things that I think human beings want to know is, you know, in addition to like, why am I here? Is, is that all there is, you know, is there is. And, and the answer is no. I mean, waking consciousness or waking reality is only one aspect of of life, that there are multiple dimensions, multiple dimensions of consciousness. And, and the, you know, the soul, you know, that we already know that Mm -hmm. scientifically, you know, that energy cannot be annihilated. We have not been able to actually (laughs) kill or destroy energy. Um, And, you know, it's like that to me, it just, that's motivation. It is. Oh that's my huge. God. We that's are huge. soul. We are a mortal soul that the, the world is this incredible, mysterious and amazing thing that it is speaking to us mm-hmm. through the movement of the planets, through signs, symbols and synchronicities and symbolic and archetypal ways. It is speaking to us all the time, giving right. us ideas to urge us on our own journey of evolutionary awareness, you know? Exactly which is huge. I mean, it's huge. And that a lot of that, you know, cause you brought up astrology a few times, a lot of that's right there in the stars. It's right there in the planets. It's right there to, to tell you, you know what I mean? All you have to do is understand it or, you know what I mean? Or know somebody that does understand it to figure it out. You know? It's available for everyone. And in many yeah. ways, you know, astrology is, and has been for thousands of years, you know, the kind of language that allows us to interpret the gods, you know, originally it was like, the gods are speaking to us, you know, um, Mm -hmm. even prior to monotheism, you know, the gods are speaking to us through the movement of the planets, you know, Mm -hmm. this is the language of the sky is the language of source, you know, and I always felt early, you know, when I was younger, you know, why is life so hard? Why are things so difficult? You know, we're just sort of thrown here with consciousness without any kind of clues but that's not true. Mm-hmm. You know, we do have that, you know, through astrology, you can look at different things like what, you know, what is the reflection of what I am going through at any mm-hmm. given time? Like if we're going through a hard time, I can guarantee it'll be a transit and, mm-hmm. and you can see when it'll begin kind of, and you can see the, the general themes that you're going to have to work with. And then you're going to see when it's over mm-hmm. and you're going to see things like, what are my gifts and talents? And what are some of the challenges? Many of us are born with like, you know, the chess game mm-hmm. you know, in play. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, there's a lot of different philosophies on that, but why? Like there's clues here. And to me, it's like being able to do this work, read. It's like, it's like seeing a miracle every day, you know? Right. And that is, to me, definitive proof that the universe is filled with intelligence and intent, that there is a creator, that there is source, and that it is divine, that it is seemingly benevolent, even with the inequalities and the injustice. My mom used to say, life isn't fair, but it is just. However, that arc of justice is so wide, we can't see it. It might be another life. I don't know, but guarantee that there is that I, that's been my experience and I love it. And I love I, the work that I do. You know what you, and I, I will tell you what, 
and you know me only met each other really what two months ago now i think it's been, it hasn't been long it's been like it's two Lori. months yeah Lori. i know i'll tell you what she put us together and it's like she doesn't even realize it's like it's like i see years of us kind of working together on some aspect you know i mean it's it's yeah. like it's there but it's like a person that you know you you don't have to talk to every day because you're just going to pick up wherever you left off and you feel like you've known them forever you know yeah there's and a sister, sister energy there Definitely. And it's so funny because um, I always, I look at my, I look over my life and, and I'm using the astrology because that's actually a huge thing. And it's like, I've looked over my life, you know, I'm very much psychic medium, very much this, didn't know who I was, you know, that feeling of not knowing who you were, blah, blah, blah. And I've dabbled in astrology and went way too much. I'm walking out of astrology because it's just, it's a world. It's like neuroscience to me, you know, it's just a world. And it wasn't until just before I met you that I literally went, um, wait a second, I need to know more about this. You know what I mean? Because I've always went, I'm an Aquarius, but I'm an Aquarius Capricorn at the time of my birth. You know, I mean, because I'm, you could tell everybody more about that, but it's, from what I've been told, it's close to the cusp, you know, it's close to the change. But at the same time, I'm born in Scorpio Luna at the very end of it, you know, the end of the moon. So it's like, so all that basically was like, here you go. And then all of a sudden I got introduced to you when I'm trying to put these pieces of me together and actually use an astrology and not knowing what the hell I'm doing. And then I got introduced to you and you're like, oh, and this all makes sense. And I can remember you giggling about my chart. Like, you know, this, this makes sense of who you are, you know? And, you know, and like anybody that's listening, you know, and I've, I've talked about you before and doing the chart and stuff and um, everybody, you know, you had brought through that I have a lot going on in April. So now I look at what's going on with me now. It's like, it feels like an interlude to it. And it's me sitting back going, breathe, find balance, relax, new life, chill out. It's okay. And then coming back at it, hitting again. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, well, that's another, you know, way that astrology can be so helpful because yeah. again, it's, it's reflecting what's going on, but it's also giving you a little bit of insight into what you're going to be meeting soon. Mm -hmm. So it kind of gives you that, okay, deep breath. It's cool. You know, I understand why I'm not able to, you know, hit the ground running right at this moment because I've got this going on and let's just mm -hmm. wait and see, you know, a lot of times I'll do a reading and people will say like, well, this is exactly what I've been thinking of. And this is exactly where I'm at right now, you know? And I'm like, good, that's a good reading because it's, it's reflecting your life, you know, kind of, you know, essentially telling you, you know, what you already know. Right. So that you can learn more to trust yourself, but it is helpful to see it, you know, to see either like a tough time reflected in the transits, you know, because right. then we personalize it and we think, oh my gosh, you know, so many of us think that like, you know, with you, you know, you might be thinking like, oh my gosh, you know, I feel really bad. I took on too much, or maybe I'm just not capable. Don't worry about it. You know, it's like, don't, you know, this, it, it'll, the, it, everything's moving the universe, you know, all together turning all of the time, everything's moving and changing and morphing and, mm -hmm. um, riding those waves is the key, right? Riding right. the waves, figuring out who you are to, mm -hmm. you know, want to, you know, look at living your best life means being authentic to yourself. Yeah. And, you know, like for you were saying like, you know, you are a zero degrees Aquarius, you know, um, yeah. depending on, where you were living, you know, at any given time, mm -hmm. you, know, you could be either a 29, you know, cap or a zero degrees Aquarius, but you are a zero degrees Aquarius with, you know, you've got all that Scorpio to that moon in Scorpio, um, you know, and 
it tells a little bit. The idea here is that every planet in astrology represents a different aspect of yourself. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, like I, I, I call your personal natal chart, which is essentially a snapshot of the night sky rooted in the latitude and longitude time and place that you were born. If you were to look up into the, into the night sky with a yeah. telescope on your birthday, you'd see the planets that they are in the position in your mm -hmm. astrology. And the idea is that they, they each have an energetic force that expresses itself in a specific way. Right. So it's kind of like, I like to call it your psycho-spiritual DNA. Mm -hmm. so about your programming, you know, like mm -hmm. your, logical DNA, you know, is you, but it isn't you. And it's the same thing with your astrology. It's like, how do I respond? And what are some of the things that I am here to do? Mm -hmm. And what are my gifts and talents? And and all that is there, but then you embody that, you mm -hmm. know, and, and in that way you can work with it. You know, you doesn't, it isn't like, you know, I think that there's fate and fortune in astrology mm -hmm. too, with fortune being self-determinism. Right. And I think it's amazing. I really do. I mean, I wasn't a person that would say, go get your astrology, your natal chart or your astrology. I wouldn't, you never would have heard that out of my mouth before I met you. Seriously. You would have never heard me say, not that I didn't believe in it, but cause I was a horoscope reader, you know what I mean? So it's like, and I like to read the horoscope. I mean, I read it during the day and I go, eh, whatever, read it at night, probably make more sense to you than if you read it first thing in the morning, you know what I mean? But after meeting you and you doing my chart, I went, Oh my God, it makes so much sense and not even just the the fortune of what possibly could be coming at me it's me and my past that went oh my gosh this put so many pieces together like i wanted to i was thinking about making like a transcript of it and giving it to every one of my family members and saying see i'm normal i'm just me you know what i mean and yeah, I think, it's not my fault you know not <laughs> transit it's just me i'm sorry you know, and I, I, it's beautiful. It's, it's such a beautiful art form and I'm looking at it as an art. Like it's, it's such a beautiful resource. You know, it's, it's amazing what you do and that understanding of it, you know? So it's a science and an art for sure. And you yeah. do not need to be, you know, an intuitive to be an astrologer. You can, you can study it, but it makes it easy yeah. better because it, it becomes kind of like a crystal ball for me. Cause like certain symbols will just like rise up and then I'll get an image and, um, you know, so I, I use it as, as a tool, you know, that is both, I guess, like literal and intellectual, obviously, mm -hmm. um, but also intuitive, you know, I love, I love that. I love that. Well, we talked about two lucky listeners that you did so, a little bit of a chart for them. Yeah, so I think Brenda's with us right now. So let's bring Brenda Albrecht Brent up. And if Brenda actually is at work and listens every week, I don't know how she does it. I, I think she might be sneaking us behind her boss's back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I used to work in a cubicle and, you know, typing and stuff like that. And uh, you can yeah. definitely listen to, to, to I told Brenda if she couldn't be here, right. she, if this was the one day she wasn't able to listen, it would definitely be in the replay and she's going to definitely listen. So, but she's got, she says she's here. She's very, very carefully. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, so Brenda, I have your chart and, um, there's some big pieces there. I don't know if you're familiar with your chart at all. Um, but of course it is all the planets and every single planet represents an energetic force, but I want to make this kind of fairly quick. So, um, you know, you know that you are, you are a very last degree Leo. So you're 29 degrees Leo sun. You're, you have a moon in Capricorn and you have a Taurus ascendant. And so, 
there has been, and you know, especially over the last, gosh, I want to say like, it's, it hasn't been easy for you, you know, over the last several years. And, you know, even last year when we had um, the, the planet Saturn and Uranus in the sky in a difficult relationship to each other. So in 2020, we had Saturn and Pluto conjunct in Capricorn. Many astrologers are talking about that as being a harbinger of COVID and the real difficulties that we have, the isolation, all of that. And in 2020, we had um, Saturn and Uranus in a really difficult uh, situation. And that was kind of like really bing banging along your chart. Um, we do have Uranus still very close to your ascendant or rising sign. And what that means is that there is going to be quite a bit of change. There has been change for you, but there is also going to be more change, yay, for you over the course of the next year and probably into the next couple years. Um, we also, in astrology, look at eclipses as being bringing harbingers of change, too. So Uranus is about freedom, freedom from the known. It is that sort of like illumination that you get. It's downloads. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't do this anymore. Oh my gosh, I need to do this. This is what is happening to you and for you in the next you know, few years with eclipses very close to your ascendant and descendant. That is your first house, the house of your physical self, your personality and how you act um, in the world, how you get what you want and across what you, how you act towards others in your marriages and your relationships, there's going to continue to be some new developments there. So we have that going on all year, especially in April. In April, something really special is happening the planets Neptune and Jupiter, that both are the rulers, the planetary rulers of the sign Pisces, are conjoining for the first time in over 160 years. That is happening for you, Brenda, in your place of community. And I want you to ask yourself some questions about where you're going in your life. What are you doing? You are obviously a spiritual person and interested in spirituality. And I think that this year, and especially in the next few months, it's time for you to get a little bit more serious about where you're going and what you're going to do to use your gifts and tools um, into this year. This is a magical and amazing and spiritual opportunity for you to stand in community. Maybe you are going to get of show, you know, or you are ready to be, to come out, I guess, a little bit more of wherever you felt that you have been. You're creative. You are, um, you have gifts and talents. I mean, your moon is in the eighth house of psychic mediumship too. And there's probably no coincidences here that you are interested in that you are listening right now mm -hmm. you need to get more involved and bring your spirituality into your life in a deeper way. Um, maybe you're going to want to take classes with Diet. I don't know. He's maybe actually signed up for my next one. <laughs> yeah. It's time. Okay. Yeah. It's exciting. It's new. Look to the month of April. If you can get involved in community, if you can get out there, you can take a class, you can go to a retreat. I think that you are going to have so many profound experiences, especially around the um, new moon solar eclipse of April 30th, which is really super magical. Get out there and do this. This is the beginning of a new life for you that is deeply exciting and rich and filled with mystery and magic and not 
every day and you need this. It's time. It's time for you to communicate and use your voice to speak all of the things that you are experiencing too. I love that. I love so, I was looking to see what the date of the class is to see if it was April 30th and it's not April 30th. But I'm like, oh my I God. Mean, I mean, this is just, you know, these events are like stones dropped in right. water. So right. astrological events are, they have reverberations, you know, um, mm -hmm. they are like when the planets get close to each other, it's like electromagnetic. They, their energy is attracting and then they poo and then the energy comes out like that. So you have this, windows, you know, mm -hmm. and this is this window for, for Brenda. And I'm really excited to see, um, how that works out. Oh, I'll, I'll, you know what, I'll keep you updated on that. Cause like my class is that my next class is actually April 2nd, but you know what? Perfect. You know, by then I'm probably going to be doing intermediate anyway, so we'll be good. So uh, Brenda's like, yeah. you're nailing it. You're nailing it. You know what I mean? It's awesome. Love yeah. That. Um, so I don't know if Brenda has any questions about that, but you have um, any questions, Brenda. But I think that you know you can. I mean, this is an unfolding energy. This isn't just like okay, this is only happening on this date. This is like, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm having this. I'm walking across this threshold. I'm having these experiences that I'm now going to carry into my life, and my life's going to look a lot different. Yeah. But it's going to be much freer, like because like now I'm free to be me. You know, we've been talking about this yeah. theme. You know, like let's be our authentic selves, you know, and whatever that looks like. Um, even saying, you know, mm -hmm. she says, I've been trying to make some big decisions right now and I can't make them. So this is very helpful. I love that. Yeah. So, um, it was destined make, to make big decisions around um, you being free. How can you be free? So when you make them always think like, what can I do that allows me to be as free as I can and trust in spirit, trust in your rights. Um, because then that will be the, the right answer for you. I love that. So, um, so then I have joy and yep, have joy next. I don't know. If, can you put joy's name up, Todd? And, um, joy is a Virgo with a, moon in Aries and we have a Libra ascendant and we have the same kind of good morning joy yes. we have the same kind of magical energy that we talked about with Brenda happening for joy in the sixth house of health and wellness and everyday rituals and responsibilities mm -hmm. and we want to talk about like this massive you know um you know and I, I want to say that with the current position of the planet uh, Pluto, it, which has been in a difficult relationship to Joy's moon, there's this level of um, maybe not getting her own needs met. And there may have been too much sacrifice for responsibility for other people, um, not enough focus on Joy and Joy's mm -hmm. Joy. This is when you can find the the magic and the miracles to start something to start a new uh set of rituals and habits um that work for you so instead of taking on responsibility for other people it's now time for you to work 
and put your energy on yourself. And that includes your health and wellness um, that you need to make that a top priority. Um, not that I see anything bad with that or any issues, but that it is, you know, and especially as we all age, it is something that you need to look at and you need to make sure that you are continuing to, you know, eat right and exercise and to have time. And I would suggest if you can start a meditation practice or a spirit practice that you work with a teacher. Um, also, um, this is both, both these two are very much like, you need to work with a spiritual teacher so that you can make sure that you are doing things every single day that will provide you with the, um, I guess the food for your soul. You know, yeah. this is, this is a, this is a time where you can really make some inroads. And I think that that is true for your relationships. I definitely see things easing up. Um, you know, Pluto is moving away from being really close to your, your moon. And that will be super helpful. Um, also, like I mentioned earlier, the Saturn Uranus difficult relationship between those two planets, which is like constriction and then the desire to break free. That was also beaming, um, into some important parts of your astrology. Uh, and Uranus, especially with squaring your Uranus. So there's like this part of you that does want to be free. Like you do kind of like want to let, you do want to get into spiritual community. You do want to get involved in this. You also have gifts. Um, and, yeah. and, and, you know, you need to, you need to work on this. Mm -hmm. Like now, now is the time you have these gifts. You, uh, you know, you're, you've got, uh, sun, Mercury, and the North node of your moon in your 12th house. That is, that is the house of the spirits, you know? So it's like, I'm sure you're a dreamer. I'm sure that you have a lot of, you know, intuitive precognitive, you know, experiences work on that, you know, work on that in this time, because this will actually help your wellness, um, both, you know, from a, a mental health standpoint, an emotional health standpoint, and a physical health standpoint. You know, it's like, it's so interesting because true wellness is mind, body, spirit. Mm -hmm. It can never just be body, you know, yep. it, it is all of that, you know, and, and so at any age, we can feel revitalized by our connection with source, by, you know, continuing to allow ourselves to unfold our own higher self and guides to talk to us and us to listen. Mm -hmm. um, wow. I mean, yeah, Joy, you have so, you've got so much of exciting stuff ahead of you. So make a commitment for your spiritual practice, a meditation practice, you know, being silent and still is when you can hear that voice. And I think that, um, that this, again, this is, this event is happening in April. And then it also, it, so it, it kind of, it, it happens, but it's like the stone in the water. It ripples out. It's going to separate a little bit. And then we'll have Jupiter. And next year, Joy, you're going to have Jupiter um, in your seventh house of partnerships, one-on-one -on -one relationships. And then in 2023, it's going to conjoin with your moon. So you, everything that you do this year along these lines are, is going to make you happier and your relationships happier and how you relate to all of the people that you love one-on-one -on -one happier in 2023. So work on this now and, um, you know, and it'll just continue to unfold into, you know, just again, like a happier and more revitalized life. I love that. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like those, those, 
you know, the, the big, the big thing for 2022 really astrologically, mm -hmm. because, you know, every, every time period has like what we call like a zeitgeist, right? That, that's mm -hmm. an idea for like, what is, what is the, the energy of the time? What is mm -hmm. the quality of the time? And I mentioned earlier, 2020, you know, I, I did a workshop in 2019, getting ready for 2020. Right. Uh, you're welcome, Joy. Uh, and 2021 was just like this, like push, pull, uh, back and forth, mass mm -hmm. off, mass off. What are we going to do? You know, and this is happening like as many huge structures, including mm -hmm. governments and, you know, finances since 2008 with Pluto and Capricorn have been in the process of being transformed and are going to continue to, to be. This year, Neptune conjoined with Jupiter. This is a very magical thing. It hasn't happened. Neptune conjoined with Jupiter um, happens every 14 years, but it has been 160 years since it's happened in the signs that it rules Pisces. And I think that I said something earlier, but mm -hmm. um, the last time it happened was 1856. And that was the height of spiritualism. That was like was the, the spiritualism beginning. Was in 1852. So yeah, that's yeah. huge. So may, so, and I know I have seen over the course of the last few years, um, you know, the metaphysics and whether it's astrology or tarot or, you know, spiritualism and the idea, uh, of all of this come up and out and it's, it, and it's become mainstream again, you know? And so who knows, you know, what, where that's going to go. I think that, you know, that it's going to be more and more incorporated and it's going to become more and more, um, popular. Right. I, mean, I should correct myself. 1852 is when uh, the first, about the time of the first demonstration of spiritualism or of mediumship. Yeah. Really, really after that was spiritual, spirituality. 1847 to yeah. 1862, well, certainly in 1856 and in around, right. in and around that time, because remember the, the planetary energies are like magnets. So there's like this pole for a long mm -hmm. time. And then there's a, there's, there's a so there's a, always a window, especially for outer planets. And I'll tell you, and I don't know if a lot of people know this, but, and it goes spirituality along with mediumship. But the first mediumship demonstration was actually in Hydesville, New York. And I think it was 1852 um, with the Fox sisters. But right down the road, like an hour, I think it's south. Geography is not my thing. But Lilydale, New York is the first technical spiritual camp ever and it's still the world's largest one i mean but think about the polarity of that time frame but literally how close those two events are you know what i mean they're just so close yeah so. <clears throat> and i mean everybody everybody was doing it you know yeah. i mean abraham lincoln and mary todd lincoln were doing were, were having seances in the white house yeah talk exactly. to their son i mean it was funny because on my podcast i was talking about well what what are, what's going to be the manifestation of this you know this year um yeah you know and it's like that there is there is magic in the universe whether you want to think of it as like you know that our that you know our souls you know uh live on after we our bodies you know are cast off you know mm -hmm. uh, or you know there's intelligent life in the universe via you know aliens i don't know i mean it's there is a lot going on and i think that we are all going to have some really interesting epiphanies this year also that we are compassionately connected to all that is nature is also a part of god animals are a part of god plants are a part of god and that kind of idea also that we're all connected and compassion Mm -hmm. At the same time, spiritualism was, was rising up too, was the abolitionist um, movement. People were, you know, fighting against slavery. 
what are we going to do together? Like, what can we all do together to create a better world? Every, everything matters. And, um, I think that is, that is coming that hashtag we're all in this together. Um, that's coming for this year too. So I'm, I'm excited to see how it all shapes up. I, I am too. I can't even tell you, like, you know, I, like I told you when we met, I'd followed more, followed more with numerology than I did astrology and even numbers got to be too much. You know, I, I give that to the masters of numbers, you know, like they are rocket stars. Um, but like I told you, like we, when you brought through mine, you're like, these are my years. This is my time. I'm like, oh my God, numerology. So I've been waiting like 30 years for this pinnacle of my life. Like I just had to dredge through the, the muck up until my fifties, you know what I mean? And when 50 didn't happen, I'm like, wait a second, I'm in the pinnacle of it. It's like, eh, you still have another year to go, you know? But I think, I think it's amazing. Cause I, I do feel, I, I feel you're 110% correct. Cause I know from my standpoint, when I'm lo looking at the energy psychic aspect of it, I'm seeing a lot of those changes, a lot of that growth with people, a lot of opening up, a lot of awakening, a lot of more yeah. acceptance. A lot. It's it's huge. It's huge to see the difference and how people. I I cannot tell you. It's like as you already knew. Um, I'm going back to all these events, and I've got like events all over America now. You know, so it's not just Wisconsin. Yay! I'm like, I'm <laughs> everywhere from the the east to the west. I'm like everywhere, <clears throat> and but. As I sit down at an event, I'm getting more and more people that have never had that reading. They've never had that experience. And I'll tell you what, they're rock stars at being sitters because they all sit there like this. I got nothing. I mean, I got brick walls I'm looking at as I'm going, da 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 da. Da da da. You know what I mean? And then they're done and they're like, oh my God, that experience. I it opened up their their world because they they are coming to me with flat face, flat, no, no affect, no nothing. And watching them open up at the end to go, wow, I didn't even know this world existed, you know, and they are, they're doing it, you know, left and right. Everywhere I go, people are just opening up to us or yeah. the energies. This is so, it's wonderful because this is such a fertile time. Mm -hmm. And I, it hopefully, you know, the, I guess my mom used to call it the GP, the general public, you know, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully the GP will be able to incorporate some of this magic into their own worldview into the collective consciousness and realize that, wow, we are living with spirit. This is a magical universe. I do have some, you know, creative magical power in it. And spirit is talking to me. I'm not alone. I'm connected always. Mm -hmm. And what a different world that could be if we all had that. You know? It's so magical. It's so magical. Before I let you go, I really want to touch on April. April. I know we talked about before and I thought, no, I'm not going to bring up April. You know what I mean? But April has come up a lot now. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I can't ignore that April is there. Um, for a general, what is going on with April? I mean, well, like I said, April is when we have that exact, um, you know, Jupiter Neptune conjunction. It's April 12th. Okay. Um, but it is <clears throat> what we call it in orb for months afterwards and then it kind of moves because plants are always moving and then it kind of separates a little bit over the summer and then it comes back again in in um uh, october november okay. november of of this year that is that uh jupiter moves very quickly through pisces into aries um in may and um then it is going to be from zero to about eight degrees aries and then it will retrograde all the planets 
do something called retrograde, which is really an optical illusion, but essentially having to do with the Earth's orbit and the, the other planet's orbit, it looks like they're moving backwards. And so they kind of stop and stall and, 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 and switch. And so um, Jupiter has a one-year one year, uh, orbit around the sun, 12 months. So there's going to be this energy in April that's really profound. It's the, it's the dropping of the ripple. And not only are we going to have this April 12th event, um, so look look a week before, two weeks later, April 30th, we have an eclipse. And eclipses in astrology are really important. They're like energetic resets. It's kind of like pushing like your computer on and off or like resetting your modem. Okay. Um, something comes up, like say you've downloaded a program, you know, when you reset it, now the program's installed, right? Right. Things end and new things begin. Sometimes people leave the earth around eclipses. You will find that all the time. They're like these portals. It's a portal time period. Right. The new moon solar eclipse in Taurus at 10 degrees is April 30th. At that time, we will also have a lineup of planets um, in uh, Pisces, including Jupiter, Neptune, and Venus. This is really this is big. It's beautiful. Um, it's, it's a new start. Um, I, I think that it's going to be really interesting. Uh, and so April is going to be a month, I think of profound, you know, it could be profound, you know, movement, change, miracles, downloads, um, you know, uh, realizations, spiritual experiences, opportunities, you know, opportunities for you to move your business for, you know, forward, um, especially spiritual work, uh, creative work. It's, it's going to be interesting. I don't know how it's going to manifest. I think I'm just sitting back and like watching the show. I'm like, wow. It's, it's amazing because I know like for myself, I had nothing on the books for April and my books are full for April. I think I got one weekend off and I'm like, why, why do I have this weekend off? I don't get why I have this weekend off, but I know something has got to be slotted in there. Yeah, I was going to say, what weekend is it? Uh, what you, <clears throat> that's why I keep looking at my calendar. Like every time you say whatever something. it is, do something, whether it's, um, I mean, you already have a weekly show, but maybe you right. want to do something it's, bigger it's literally the 16th and 17th it's the weekend right in the middle right in of the yeah and i had something actually planned to teach there and they were like we can't do it that weekend sorry we're getting our floors done i'm like really like in the 30 some years you've been open you now you're getting your floors done so it literally and i'm like and everything i've tried to schedule there gets nope can't do it that weekend can't do it that weekend so something's gonna happen i, I feel like you are going to you need to give a talk on spirit. You need to give, uh, you know, on, on, on the messages that you're getting, you know, and oh. that's what I think, like a, something big. Okay. Definitely can do that. You because know? I'm just saying like, I feel like we're all going to get this sort of, I mean, we're, we are all going to get this beaming of energy, what it looks like, you know, mm-hmm. um, is different for everybody, but because you're already, you know, a psychic medium and have the connection to spirit, I think it's just going to be fivefold. Okay. Something's going to, something's going to happen for you that is going to widen 
widen that channel. And maybe you're going to get like a lot of messages. Maybe there's some big picture messages that need to come to the earth or to people in general. Um, I think it could be something really big like that. I don't think small about this. This is, this is, is, it's as big as it gets, I think, you know, that's what I keep looking at, you know, and I, I, I energetically can't even say how right I know you are. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's going to be a week and I, I stay in my bed and just put the covers over my head. You know? I mean, you do need a break, but it's not the time to take it. This is the time to just be like, okay, use me spirit. You know, let me, let me do whatever I can to get this energy out to people, you know? Yeah. And that, and I, I think I'm going to take your advice on that because I think it could be huge. I really do. So how can people find you? I mean, I want the world to find you. Don't even know. I want the world to find you because you are just a gem. You really are. Well, so are you. I'm so glad to meet you. It's very, it's very uh, supportive and and loving relationship and it, exciting too. It, you know, yes, it is so. It's just, it, it's funny because I think we met at just busy times in our lives. You know what I mean? So it's like connect here, connect there for five minutes, five minutes. But you know what? Eventually we'll be old and gray and talk about the times it was just five minutes here, five minutes there. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just, it's, it's really nice to, when you're a reader, it's like really nice to have another reader to, you know, to, in your life, you know, to just to talk, talk to stuff about and, and to read for each other, yeah. which is what we've done, yes. which is really very supportive. Um, so I have a website, it's persephoneprogram.com. Mm -hmm. Persephone is, you know, the, like the goddess persephoneprogram.com. You can also just Google my name, Michelle Prentice, um, astrology and lots of different ways to listen to my podcast or book with me if you want. Uh, online. I also have a book. Um, Shameless. Oh, yeah, well, I see the book. There you go. This book is amazing, guys. Rising. It is a book about astro my, my life, but also teaches you astrology. So, um, and if you buy the book and you don't have your chart and you want it, um, I'm happy to just send your chart to you. Uh, and you can look at it and read the book and learn about astrology and read stories of my life. And I talk about you know, my, my childhood with my mom and the spirit guides and lots of other stuff. It's not, it's not for children. There's some, you know, some heavy duty stuff in there, but, um, but it's, you know, it's got good reviews. You can get it on Amazon. You can also just click on my website and, and get it too. So yeah, persephoneprogram.com. And, um, you know, I do readings and I teach classes. If you're interested in astrology, reach out. So how did you pick Perfect? Per no, I can't even say the name. Persephone. <laughs> Thank you. I'm like, I got spirit talking in one ear. Whenever they start talking, I can't talk. You know what I mean? So how did you pick that particular um, goddess or demigod? So, well, Persephone's myth, uh, mm -hmm. the beautiful young girl who is abducted by Hades, the god of the underworld, and taken oh. underground and then turned into the queen of the underworld, a psychopomp who's mm -hmm. done in, in myth, in the Greco-Roman tradition, she, she was very highly lauded in her position mm -hmm. is a kind of an initiation, you know, through darkness. And sometimes some of us, you know, that are in this position, um, have had that. I have had that. I see myself as Persephone or a Persephone like character. I certainly did when I was younger too. Right. Um, 
And it just really called to me because part of my practice is working with people that have been through trauma. Mm -hmm. Um, I really understand that and, um, what, whatever that may be, you know, abuse, um, you know, trauma in many different ways, whether it's sexual trauma or whatever. And, um, I want to show people how to walk through the valley of the shadow of death and come out the other side into their own, you know, serenity in, you know, and that's why <laughs> I was wondering. Cause I'm like, I was a huge and I had not so much anymore, but I was a huge um, follower and interest of Greek gods or, you know, in mythology. Me too. Isn't she actually born to her mother is actually like a uh, better Better layman turds like um, Mother Nature. Mother Nature, yeah. Like, put it in layman I want to just put it in layman turds. Mother Nature. Mother Nature, yeah. Mother Nature. Like literally, you know, the commercials that we used to see like on TV, yeah. like Mother Nature, <clears throat> like a butter commercial or something like that. That was her mom. Yeah. yeah, her mother was Demeter series. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah, the queen of the mother. And there's a whole beautiful story about mothers and daughters um, in this in this myth. Mm-hmm. And one of the, the big mysteries, initiatory mysteries that people went through back in the, you know, the, uh, Hellenistic days. And of course our modern astrology is very tied into Greece and it it really came from Hellenistic Greece, um, was, was the mystery of Persephone's, um, and they called it the Elysian mysteries mm-hmm. was Stephanie's abduction, Demeter's, um, withholding of, of, you know, prosperity in the land because after she got kidnapped uh by her uncle uh Demeter uh she (laughs) held back you know this is like a a, sort of a myth to describe the season she held back the sun and all growing things stopped growing until the mother got her daughter back so there's a there's a big there's a like a big archetypal myth here Mm -hmm. and um and it's it's very specific to it's specific to women for sure it is Um, and and if people would look back on it it's like compromise and it's ebony because prof- I can't say her name. Oh my God. I literally cannot say the name. It's messed up. She was like 50 year, what, six, half the year underground, half the, half the year with her mom. I mean, there's just so much when you look at the, the story and the mythology of it, it's just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. But I, to me, it represents that continuation of, you know what, you can have this beautiful light, but you will always go back to that that point of healing and you know, you, you, you get healed, you get through a period, you come back to light and you go back and forth and back and yeah. forth. Right. And it's like ha- finding light in the darkness. Too. Yeah. She yeah. had another goddess named Hecate who was a goddess. She could, she was a, a liminal goddess. She could move underworld and other upper world. Not all of them could. Right. was one. And that goddess was like her helped Persephone. She held a torch up for her so she could see her way through the underworld mm-hmm. and just was like her, you know, BFF yeah. support yeah. system. And I, that's kind of how I see myself is mm-hmm. at first I saw it saw myself more as Persephone. And now as I've gotten older and done this work more and more like Hecate shining the light for people, you know, looking through the darkness of their own life. But yeah, the idea here is to integrate shadow and light, mm-hmm. you know, um, rest in and work, all of these things into our lives. And this myth does a lot. It that. does. And I wanted to just bridge on that because you know what? I want people to see your, your website. Wow. That says so much. That just says so much. So thank you. Thank you for those extra moments on extra time minutes on that. But I really wanted people to see that this is why what this is and what it really does represent in today's time. So you yeah. Know. Yeah. 
that, you know, we all like our, our lives all have, have this tremendous purpose, all of it, you know, and, and also that there is, there is room for the shadow, you know, in life. Um, but that ultimately I think, I think the light, the light is always the strongest, you know, but, but somehow we have to integrate that in, you know, into our lives. And that polarity is there, I think, for us to be able to have free will. Yeah. I love it. I love this. Thank you so much, Michelle, for coming on today. Oh my God. I cannot wait to have you back on again. You are just such a source and such a light and it's amazing. Thank you. Thanks. I love it. I love talking about astrology and I love talking to you and I'm sending you blessings. Mwah. Back at you, darling. Back at uh, you. We'll talk soon. Have a, have a great year and a great April, especially, but uh, see what happens. <laughs> we, definitely will. we definitely will. Thank you so much, everybody. We're going to have a quick break here with School Through Spirit. Diet Renee here, and we'll be back in a few. Meet Nicole Strickland, one of the leading San Diego paranormal researchers. Nicole offers a gentle and humble approach to working with spirit energies. Being the founder of the San Diego Paranormal Research Society, Nicole is no stranger to the unknown. Due to Nicole's vast knowledge of the paranormal, she is widely sought after for speaking engagements on topics like children of the paranormal, paranormal investigation 101 and 102, history of spiritualism, and more. Not only does Nicole research the afterlife, but also writes about it, and is the author of several books pertaining to the paranormal and its history. She has appeared on television shows like My Ghost Story, Travel Channel's Famously Afraid, Good Morning San Diego, and more. Have a conference or event coming up? Contact Nicole on her website, authornicolestrickland.com. That's authornicolestrickland.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to School Through Spirit. This is Jet Renee here on WLTKDB. I just want to acknowledge people that have been, I didn't want to, I wasn't ignoring everybody. I was watching you. I just didn't want to stop Michelle because the information she was giving was just, oh my God, through the, through, just thoroughly awesome. Um, so Deb, thank you so much. Oh my God, her her description, the everything was, uh, yeah, you're right. She's just a rock star. Pamela, very great. Yeah, Reset is awesome. Bonnie listening on YouTube. You two are amazing. Oh, thank you, Bonnie. Love it. Um, oh, Pamela, and she loved the show. Brenda loved it. Oh my God, awesome. Awesome, 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 guys. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for coming in and sharing and, and likes and awesome and growing everything. It's been phenomenal. I love you guys. You don't even know. Um, so <clears throat> I'm kind of stopped coughing. Let's do your weekly reading here, okay? Because I kept Michelle longer, but I, I really wanted to keep her for hours. I really wanted to get, but I feel for you guys would all stay for hours or not. Um, let Todd take a nap as he just leaves <laughs> the controls going. So we're going to use, as always, Lisa Williams' Intuitive Soul Oracle Cards. Um, as you know, I talked to her last week on the show. They're really trying hard to get these cards back out. You know what? It's just everybody's going to have to send a huge prayer, ask for a miracle. Let's get these cards back on the market because I love them. Um, 
just a beautiful deck. I mean, if you're a skilled reader, they're phenomenal. One already came out, guys. Um, if you're a skilled reader, they're phenomenal. If you're a budding beginner, oh my God, they're amazing to work with. Um, love these cards. Love these cards. So, I, I mean, I love I love most of my cards, but I really love these cards just because they just they're just awesome. Um, and I'm always looking to buy more. So if you guys see them on a shelf someplace, let me know. I'll probably go buy a pack because I do give them to people when I feel it's needed. So four cards today, guys. One already fell out. Let's bring up our cards for the week. And then we're going to use the clarification cards, which is the Beyond Luminaire, Lumera, <laughs> Luminaire, Lumera cards. Um, we're going to use those as a clarification. Remember, those are the wordy cards. But let's start with this. We have got the home card. Let's do this home card. Can you guys see it? Boom. Feeling the safe, the warmth, togetherness, relax, time to unwind. I do believe this is very true, but I'm looking at the time to unwind, guys. I feel like this this time, this week for you, is really, if you pick number one, and as you, you know, as you know, if you pick number one card, this is your time to really relax, you know, um, and it's not because we're in Wisconsin, we got snow again. It's if you're anywhere, you know, just, and that energy was in the air this morning for me. So it was like snow was coming, but I really felt like, oh, I need this. I need this, this, this time to feel safe. I feel, feel warm, feel protected. Time to recoup, really bring myself back together before I start going ahead again. And it's not really a hibernation because I'm not at the beginning of the year, but we're really at the end of the winter time. But it felt like that energy of make a fire, get your best sweater on, grab your blanket, your cup of tea and sit there with it. And I'm thinking if you pick number one, you were there with me on this one. And I do believe you're just, this week is your time to kind of recoup, bring it all back together before, you know what, life starts to get busy, okay? So if you pick number one, it really is about bringing yourself together, okay? Card number two, the female card, feminine energies, okay? Female figure in your life, mother figure. And I think with this one, it's kind of looking at yourself and giving yourself a little bit of extra love and care. Um, when I look at that feminine energy, because so many of us look at feminine as being weak. I don't believe so. I don't believe in looking at the feminist as being weak. I do feel that there's a lot of strength in that. And I do believe you're looking at the yin and yang. So if you're looking at the feminine energy, <clears throat> I feel like you need to you need to start to get a balance, okay? You might be getting a little harsh, hard on yourself, hard on people around you, and you things around you might be a little harsh. Sometimes you have to bring in that feminine energy to realize that needs to be a balance and kind of go forward with that. So again, if you pick number two, we're looking at that feminine energy and the balance that you need, but bring in the softer notes because maybe you've been kind of living in the man's world. And when I say man's world, I just mean one that's a little tougher, a little stricter, that's all. Okay. Number two or number three, sorry, number three, we're looking at health guys, health, health matters, the diet, the exercise, giving the body all that it needs. Okay. And I love this because, God, do you think the cards are telling us something today? So when we're looking at the health card, again, a balance, balance. Look at even her hair, half blonde, half brunette. You know what I mean? Balance. Your body needs everything. Your health needs everything. It does need a better diet. It does need better exercise. It does need more spirit. It needs more soul. It is body, mind, and spirit, body, mind, and soul. So make sure you're feeding all of that. And I think if you pick number three, that's what you're looking at. What in your life is missing and what do you have to do to bring in balance for yourself? Okay. God, balance, balance, balance. Take care of yourself. 
And number four is the deception card. It is untruth, deceiving self and others, not accepting or looking at the reality. Okay. And I'm really thinking the deception card number four is more like not looking at the reality of self. Okay. At looking at your reality of self. Are you a person that go, 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 never thinking, I need to take a break, I need to take time, I need a moment? Or are you a person that really goes, you know what, I, I need to take, I need to sit back? If you pick number four, I think you really need to take a time to really take a healthy look at yourself and what you need and what you need to move forward. I really think that's more of what we're looking at than anything. And I do believe that's, that's where we're going with this deception card. I do believe you need to take a better look at yourself, guys. Okay. So number one was the home card, feeling safe, you know, feeling on time to unwind, time to relax, time to take care of yourself. Feminine was really looking at those balancing energies, um, bringing in that softer energy to kind of help balance out the, the harder energies. Number three is the health card, looking at body, mind, and spirit, guys, all of them. You need them all, not just one. And number four was the deception card. So what, what are you not telling yourself the truth on? What, what are you really not looking at yourself? you know, in full honesty with. Okay. Um, oh, I guess there we go. There we go. When it falls out, it looks at me. Isn't this? Um, I got a few. So I'm going to, I'm going to read the first one and we're just going to kind of tap on the other one. So home card is what came out the home card. Okay. So I'm going to read it for you. Our home to the oneness and the truest part of our infinite selves is to know ourselves beyond the socialized matrix of mind constructed reality. When all sense of um, flighty, flighty survival drops away, a deep sigh radiates from the safe place within where you can ground dreams into realities. Deep hearted based presence is a direct portal home. Align with your temple space. You have dreams, visions, and may yearn for etheric realms. But it is when we are fully present in our bodies that we can actualize the ideas and make a difference. Be grounded. Find your home. The deeper our roots, the higher we reach into the heavens. That's rock star awesome. And yes, we can put that with every single card. Now, the other cards that popped out, I'm not going to read them all, but you know what? Let's talk about them a little bit. The first one was She of the Lotus. Um, I feel like this one was more about me, but it might. Let's read it because you know what? We got a few minutes. She of the Lotus. If there is a way to fast track growth, it is by being real with the shadowy or unloved parts of ourselves. Shadows can be painful or, or tender to touch. Sensitivity can be the trigger that shows us where we might want to spring clean some of our darker, forgotten, ignored, or hidden corners. Accepting our shadows is the first stage in restoring ourselves to wholeness, in self-love. Peel back the layers where there is shame, guilt, or fear and bring them into the daylight. Under a loving and compassionate light, they will resolve and re-assimilate, reminding us that on the flip side of the coin, these are our superpowers. Pretty amazing, guys. Pretty amazing. The other ones were just radical expansion. I don't think I need to really discuss that one. And the star, soul star chakra, meaning merging with the divine, which is really, you know, again, the soul, bringing the body, mind, and soul together. So it's kind of funny how, you know, what we had um, the original cards, but four, and then it gave me four cards also of the clarification. 
which is, I think, just amazing. It's amazing. I'm going to actually put these four, um, the last four on my website or on my Facebook page, guys, for you guys to see um, and kind of see more of. Um, and it gives you a reason to go to Aunt Renee's Psychic Medium and just kind of look at it and say, hi, like it if you want. You know what I mean? Um, make sure you send those likes and the hearts and everything else out, guys. I mean, if you like today's show, I want to see heart, 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 hearts. You know what? I want to see if you want more. Tell me what you want more of. Okay? I need to hear from you. Um, <clears throat> with that being said, let's kind of talk. I hope you like today's show. It's awesome. Let's talk a little bit about... Um, Let's talk a little bit about what is coming up in the shows, because as you know, we got some major shows going on. As you know, I always got to bring up my little cheat sheet, which I should just print out, but I'm just not good at printing things out some days, am I? Um, I need to put, make that I'm part of my list, my list. So today, as you know, 9 a.m. is School Through Spirit with me. Tonight, we have Christina Bloom with Be The Change. Tomorrow, we got New Bridge Radio on at 7, and that's Kevin Mackey. At 10 p.m., Pete Orbea is Paranormal Pete Show. Wednesdays, 1 p.m., um, well, let's take that back, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time um, is Kelly Brickles, The Psychic Hour. This week, I, guys, I'm her guest this week, so make sure you tune in. You know Kelly. She's, on, she's my numerologist on my show. She's created her own show, The Psychic Hour. You need to go check her out. Um, again, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, 8 p.m. on Wednesday evenings is Missy Hart and Nicole Ford, and that is Over the Target. On to Thursday, 7 p.m. is Realm of Darkness, and that is a reality crime-based show, um, super amazing show, and that's Rennie. And Ashley, um, 8 p.m. that same evening is Afterlife Chronicles with Nicole Strickland. And then Friday night is 8 p.m. with Secrets Within with Rennie Rodriguez. Again, guys, amazing, amazing shows. If you want your own show, if you have that voice, aka Dub, if you're still listening, <laughs> um, <clears throat> please reach out to Todd. I'll tell you what, reaching people, helping with the awakening, helping with everything. If you don't think your voice, you have a voice, trust me, you do. And it's time for you to use it. It is really just time for you to use your voice and go forward with that. And as Todd has told you, hey, if, 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 you use mention my name. I'm going to take a picture of these cards, by the way. I mean, like I told you, I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to put it on there. Um, if you mention my name, Todd has said he will give you a discount, first month discount. What do you think about that, guys? What do you think? He's going to give you a first month discount if if you mention my name. So you need to mention my name. Say Diet sent you, and he will give you a first month discount to get that created. And trust me. You could do this because, you know what, Todd makes it amazing to happen and just, it's awesome. He makes it very easy. So please do yourself a favor, click on, I'm like all the effects. What is this with all the effects? I've never seen all these effects before. We're going to just do that one because it looks fun. Um, but go to, go to the site, WLTKDB. I was spending too much time posting. Um, but please go to the site, click on if you want to show. He is going to be more than happy to help you with this, start you on this journey. It's magical. It's awesome. Okay. But thank you, everybody. Oh, and next week, I have got chat with Charlie coming on. Charlie, oh, my God, we had her on like a year ago. She's coming on again. It's a different type of show, guys. So I won't be doing the weekly reading next week. Charlie's going to. Why? Because I'm driving back from Columbus, Ohio. I will be much farther than Columbus, Ohio. 
and I'm doing the show from the road, like in transit from the road. So you're going to see my face looking forward, not looking at you. I won't be looking at comments next week, guys. I won't be looking at any of that. I'm just going to be talking, 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 saying hi to you guys in general. You know, Charlie's going to come on. I'm going to let Charlie look at the comment. She's just, she's, she's amazing. She's one of my certified psychic mediums. She's a rock star. She's turned into one of my best friends. I love her dearly and I trust her in just with everything. So I'm going to let her run the show as I'm doing the chatting. On that note, I'll see you next week. This has been Diet Renee on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com.